Well, good Sunday afternoon. Hi, I'm Rick Dancer, and welcome to a special edition of Get Real with Rick Dancer. We are in Coburg, downtown Coburg, and we are at the Blue Valley Bistro. And let me show you across the street, just so you know, um, <laughs> there, there is no Coburg Antique Fair this year. Uh, that's one of the biggest events in Coburg year-round, um, every September this weekend. Um, that's what happens. And this year, because of COVID, the city decided they wanted to play it safe, and uh, which was a smart idea for people. But they canceled the, the antique fair, and uh, we're here at the Blue Valley Bistro. They sponsor the show. And uh, Seth says they've had people coming in going, what the hell? <laughs> Where's the antique fair? Because people are so used to it being here. But I'll tell you what, that hasn't kept anybody from coming out and eating. Um, I'm going to show you. They're super busy out here. And Coburg is. If you guys haven't been out here in a long time. I mean, it is like the greatest little thing. This is the Blue Valley Bistro, uh, located right in downtown, the heart of Coburg. And uh, Seth started this right when the pandemic started. Um, it was right about that time. And uh, so we're going to go in and talk to him real quick. And I'm going to grab him in the front here. So. so we'll go back here to the back. Oh, my God. Look, there she oh is. Really? Yeah, how are you, hon? Okay, good. How are you? <laughs> I, you guys are swamped. I know. It's amazing. It's been so busy. I mean, we couldn't ask for a better business. <laughs> because you guys were supposed to have the big event this weekend. With yeah. The oh, yes. Yes. The Antique Festival was supposed to be today. And so they had to go ahead and cancel it with everything that's happening. And, um, yeah, so it was, but we're just, I feel like just as busy anyways. So it's been great. It's been a good day, but everyone's missing the Antique Festival for sure. So yeah, because that's kind of like a covert thing. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. We've, the last few years we had the trailer out here and it was busy from five in the morning till like five at night. So it was good, good, so, good days. So, you know, the only antique you have here now? What? Me. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> you know, antiques are 50 years and older, so I I'm it right now. <laughs> so good. Well, you're a good-looking antique. So. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of restoration here. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, thank so we'll find Seth back here doing what he does. Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, hey, good, Rick. How are you? So you're, you're making your coffee. Yeah, well, not my coffee. I drank that already, but this is somebody else's coffee. <laughs> so Melissa pointed out, well, we both pointed out together that there are no antiques in Coburg except for me. Because to be an antique, you have to be 50 years or older. And I, I, I am an antique well, there here. There you go. Yeah. No, we're, I'm getting close. I turned 40 in like two weeks. So That's 22 year, 20 years away. You're, 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 you got it. So so what's this been like? It's, it's, has well, it... I've been busy today for sure. I mean, not as busy as I would have been had the antique fair gone on. But um, I definitely had no problem. I've been behind this machine just constantly cranking out drinks since 8 o'clock this morning. So um, there's no – give me one second. So isn't a lot of this – I put in the title here, keeping your head in the game, is – you guys have learned that keeping your head and just moving forward, no matter what gets passed to you. Right. Yeah. And well, I don't have much of a choice. I mean, that's just the dynamic of being a small business owner. You just you go with the punches. You you make decisions on the fly, and you just it's a there's a there's an element of grit to be an entrepreneur. And I mean, Melissa and I have that. It's like we're just not we're too stubborn to quit, I guess. So we just, you know, all right, throw that at us and we'll figure out a solution. And uh, yeah, that's just how we roll. This has tested you guys a lot. Go ahead and make your yeah. drink. Well, why 
know, see if I can do this. And, oh, I'll, man. I'll well, no, you should like, there we go. Oh, that's the worst law to see performing under pressure. That's difficult, but, but I'm not showing it. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> it looks all right. I, I salvaged it. It's going to taste good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we, I, we're just, it's, it's been hard in so many different ways, but the last 11 years of my life have been hard in so many different ways. Like I, it's just, it is what it is. Like I, you know, okay, cool. This is, this is 2021, you know, it was different than 2020. That's different than 2019, which was a really challenging year for me just because I was growing and I was hard to like, it was just hard. That was a lot harder than this in some ways. Do you think, I think this is what Kathy and I have learned through our business too, is when you push in, you go, you, you get real creative and find. Oh, oh yeah. Hands down. I mean, that, that's kind of going back to what I was talking about with like grit. Um, you know, I, I, one of, one of my mentors, uh, a long time ago told me the best business plans are not written in stone. And I, I've taken that to heart. Um, I mean, if you looked at the evolution of my business over 11 years, I've gone through so many different changes. Some of them are microscopic. Some of them are, were bigger. I mean, you know, are how often we're doing music, if we're doing music. I mean, all that stuff has come into play and it's all been decisions that I've made based on what I felt was the best for my business, for my customers and for my family. Hold on, I'm getting comments on here and I want to- Oh man, hopefully not, they're good. No. My favorite place in Coburg. You really Woo! are becoming like, I mean, and but, but what I love about Coburg too is you guys all work together. So it's you guys, the folks across the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I try to keep in good communication uh, just with my neighbors, both sides of us, uh, Broncos Saloon or Chiefs um, and then the wine bar, Farm Fancy. I mean, I talk with all those people and then a lot of the antique dealers, like, you know, they come in here and get a cup of coffee before they open their store for the day. So I try to get that feedback. Uh, a representative for Main Street, uh, which is a program that the city's doing. She popped in here today and I was just communicating with her and, you know, making sure that she's sending me, she sends me emails all the time, but I was like, yeah, keep sending them. I can't like volunteer right now, but I still want to stay abreast of what's happening in this town. So I'm sure making, when they made the city's decision to cancel all the events, the parks and all that, that, that wasn't easy. No. And I, I mean, I get it. All right. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Who knows what? But what I was told and makes sense to me is that um, in order to do something like the antique fair, they have to have a police and a fire chief presence um, to direct traffic and all that good stuff. And the if if the Delta variant that is happening and is is trending upward or had been trending upward when they made this decision, um, if it if if it's more contagious, more people are getting it, um, and the fire chief or the police department somebody in those two fields get COVID, uh, they essentially have to shut down the whole, can you imagine, I mean, Coburg has its own fire department. They're not, they're not Eugene Fire. So if, if the fire department gets shut down and somebody's house is burned down, what happens? So it was like, we can't do this guys. It's too much at risk because of other things. And so they just, they had to make sure that they're doing, you know, doing what they thought from a city's perspective is to be the the wisest of choices and i respect that yeah no i i you know i love you that you explained that because i hadn't even thought about that i mean i was just thinking okay they're trying to be real you know proactive but that's that's real proactive yeah i mean it's, it's, it's you know legitimate public safety not the safety of the event it's the safety of the community based on what happens if our police department's closed for two weeks you know i mean that that I don't, I don't want that. I like knowing that I can call the police if I need to and have somebody yeah, assault. So you're pro cops, obviously, in Coburg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah, in that regard, for sure. 
So um, in terms of people coming in and stuff, are people, you're busy. So people are pretty relaxed about it. They're wearing their masks in, they're doing their thing. And the reason we don't have a mask on just for somebody that already asked that is because you can't hear us talk when you do. Yeah, it's right here. And I'll it's, put it back on. And I'll get mine right. on when I do, but it's like, you can't have a mask um, on when you talk and do my job. That's just how it is. Yeah. So, I mean, you, nobody that's coming in here is trying to like, give me their politics. I, I, I set the bar a long time ago. I'm like, no, we're politically neutral in this place, but I do follow the rules. And right now the rules are to wear a mask. Right. So everyone wears masks. And when they get to the table, they take them off. Whether you agree with it or not, those are the hoops that we're jumping through. And people are playing that game. And so that's fine. I'm happy to have business. I'm thankful that I'm allowed to have my doors open and I can have a cafe full of people and, and actually pay my bills at the end of the week. Right. So I mean, those are all good things for me. So sure, if I got to wear a mask, my people have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So tell people hours, how, when they can find you. That kind of thing. Yeah, so right now we're currently closed on Mondays up in Coburg. Uh, so we're Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Keep it pretty consistent there. And since you have another location in Cresswell, what do you? What's the so Cresswell? Cresswell we're closed on Sundays. Uh, so Sundays in Cresswell. So it'd be Monday through Saturday, uh, 8 a.m. No, 7 a.m. Sorry, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And uh, and yeah. So we, I, I close one day a week at each location. That just has to do with this uh, labor shortage that's plaguing our country right now. Um, and uh, someday we'll get back to seven days a week, but I need to find some sort of work-life balance, and I personally don't want to work seven days a week. So, so let me ask you one last question. Um, so, what would you what would you do in terms of the work thing? Because that's a problem, Stephen Sheehan. I was talking to him at the Elkhorn. That's a huge problem. What would what would you recommend to the state to be done to get this? Because that's the reason it's not COVID. It's the reason you can't be open is because you don't have enough people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would do from like a state perspective. Um, you know, I, the the argument that people always say under the breath to me is it has to do with uh, unemployment benefits. I'm like, oh, wait till the unemployment benefits run out. Then you'll get a slew of resumes. I don't personally think that's the case. I think what happened was 2020. There was a lot of people, maybe it's 25% of the labor force of like a restaurant worker sort of demographic. And uh, they always wanted to do something, but they were scared or didn't have the opportunity to do it. Well, 2020 being unemployed and having restaurants shut down gave them the perfect opportunity to say, you know what, screw it. Let's just try this and see what happens. And now, like I said, maybe it's only 15, 20% of the labor force. Well, you take away 20% of my potential labor force, all of a sudden I'm like, well, shit. I don't have enough people to cover seven days. So I, I think it's more of that. I don't think it's unemployment related. I think it's more just people had a, enough time and opportunity to change their their life's ways. And now this is the new normal. So so maybe it'll come back when people get calmed down, when things calm down a little bit, because the unemployment benefits did end on what September 1st, I think it was. So yeah. some of that might clear up. But yeah, I like what you're saying. I think a lot of us found um, a way to dream differently. I think you know? so. Yeah, absolutely. And Rick, I, I don't want to cut this short, but I'm seeing my tickets build up here. You so better I get going. Drinks. Okay, you go do your thing. I'm going to go show one more time in the kitchen, you guys here. So here's the food. This is what they do. Sandwiches, salads. And Melissa's working her little tail off today. I'm, I'm shaking. Don't show my hands. Don't show her hands because she's shaking. Um, okay, so since I'm done talking to that, you guys, so anyways, Coburg and the Blue Valley Bistro. And again, they're open also in Cresswell as well on Monday, starting tomorrow. This one will be closed tomorrow. Um, and uh, they're busy. Things are moving. 
And uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring our show. You guys, if you want to show a little love to the Blue Valley Bistro, show up at their Crestwell or their COVID location. And uh, they have really great coffee. And Kathy and I are having lunch here with the, your, guess what we're having, Melissa? Yeah, the, the Cobb salad. That's what we always have because they have really good food. All right. So, um, again, take this, share it on your page, share it with other people. Um, and we will see you tomorrow night. we got a whole slew of stories all next week. I can't tell you what they are because I don't remember right now. Um, anyway, I'm Rick Dancer. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day.